Hi, this is Marcos over at Star Tours. I don't listen to podcasts often, but when I do, I listen to Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hey, it's hump day. You've made it to the midway point of the work week, and we are sitting happy here knowing that we do not have school today, so I am super excited. I hope everyone has had an awesome week. This is Nick, and I'm here with Vicky. As always, this is episode 378, and today we're going to be bringing you the latest news, rumors, and history. You're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. But before Nick and I kick it off, we would like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. We have a new one up here, Five Reasons to Run Disney at Disneyland, excuse me, in Disneyland. This is by Kristen Sullins-Deaton. Go ahead and check that one out. We also have another one by Vanda Bean. Did you know Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique offers a night's package? Did you know that, Vicki? I did know that because I put it in our notes. It's pretty cool. (laughs) And I actually read about it. Vanda Bean, available to book now, ultimate Christmas time package at Walt Disney World, and also, wrapping it up, where to find Santa in Walt Disney World during the holidays. Also by Vandebeen, don't forget to go ahead and check them out. They have some great Disney holiday blogs up right now for Disney planning tips at Walt Disney World, and they have one for Run Disney at Disneyland, so go ahead and check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. So first off, Nick, I would like to retract one of my history facts from last week. Uh, I guess one of the listeners wrote in and told us that it was listed wrong. Angelina, correct? Correct. So uh, first off, I just want to say thanks, Angelina, for listening to the show. She's out in San Diego. We were going back and forth the other day and texting her back and forth. Yeah, right. I just want to say thank you so much for first off listening to the show and being a loyal listener. She had nothing but great things to say about right. podcasting. It's really nice and refreshing to hear that from our listeners. Right. And one common theme we have, Vicki, people keep telling us it's so entertaining. We're entertaining, Which is right. great. We, we entertain the space between your ears, right? We entertain the kids while we're so here, too. When we set out, when we set to do the podcast in the very beginning, it was all about entertaining. So I am glad that listeners are listening and they're giving us all the same feedback. It's very entertaining. And they love to hear us banter back and forth. But yeah, you want to go ahead and retract some information. And I didn't catch it either until it was texted to us. And right. I'm like, oh, why didn't I get this? So. Because, but it was on the website. That was what was confusing to me. I, I used the Disney History website. Right. And it said that um, Walt died right before Mickey's birthday, which is not, in fact, the case. He actually died in December. So I apologize. Um, I was strictly getting that off the website that we've been using news all along. So that was weird. Anyway, it happened. It happens, man. Right. I know. No I just, worries. There was one other time that I know we questioned it, but then we looked it up and we were wrong. But So, you know, I initially I thought maybe it was Walt. I mean, excuse me, Roy's death. Oh. But then I'm like, nah, Roy do- died, I believe, shortly after Walt did. So it couldn't be Roy. Right. But anyway, I have good no catch, idea. Angelina. Good catch. From San Diego. Absolutely love that town. Spent some time out there at Miramar. Love it. And then there was another thing that we did. I was trying to figure out where Stan Lee played in a Disney movie. And our good friend Lee out in Cali let us know that Stan Lee was Fred's dad in Big Hero 6. And I just watched Big Hero 6. I never caught that. I never knew that until he brought that up. Right. So uh, thank you, Lee. And thank you, Angelina, for giving us that. We apologize. We are human and do make mistakes. But we appreciate you writing in and letting us know um, if you know something we don't. Or if we've made a mistake. I think it's awesome. Which we try not to. It, te- it tells us two things. A, they're listening. 
B, they're really engaged, right? Exactly. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that. So it's not like a student just sitting here listening and tuning us out. Right. Anyway. <laughs> what are you talking about? Our students listen to everything. Or, or like me sitting across from you, tuning you out when we're <laughs> that <happens>. doing the <laughs> news. Angelina, thank you so much. Absolutely love that name, by the way. Yep. Yeah. Shares with my, my second one. No, the same not Angelina Julie. You told me a different person, oh, right? That's Beyonce. What? I know. I, I, I'm I'm in love with these crazy chicks. Your wife is so beautiful next oh, to she's them. she's smoking hot. So h- how could you go from Aaron to them? There are so oh. many beautiful women out there. Like Angelina Jolie. No. Of early years. No, never. Of any are years. Are you me? No, she's okay. a cheater. I can't do a cheater. Did she? Yeah. She cheated? With Jennifer Angel- Aniston's Aaron? husband, Brad Smith. Or Brad, uh, not, sorry, Brad. Uh, Dude, Pitt. Brad Pitt. Sorry. I was thinking Mr. Mrs. Smith. Brad Pitt rocks. Brad Pitt, he's my bro. He's my man. Well, he's from Missouri. Missouri, yes, I know. Springfield. All right, what do you got, Dixter? So the Walt Disney Company has committed $500,000 to support and uh, the relief and recovery efforts for the wildfires that are going on in California. If you don't know about them, please be in prayer for those families that have been affected by it. Many of the actors and actresses have lost their home. I know uh, Miley Cyrus, for one, which is a former Disney star, she lost her home. Uh, Ironically, her her recording studio maintained it, it was standing like the fire went around it it was bizarro they showed it on um, entertainment tonight this week um but the goal is to support the firefighters in the front lines and to work to contain the fires that are and assist them in the time i heard this morning nick that uh they don't think they're going to be able to put the fire out completely until maybe the end of this month which I know is just next week, but that just seems like an eternity for people that have already lost so much and 77 people have already lost their lives. So kudos to Disney for always being there to support the um, needs that are around our country. Um, I got to give them that. And they're also doing a program. uh, Sorry. They're doing a dollar for dollar match. The Disney uh, employees, if they donate, then Disney is going to also match the dollar dollar for dollar what they donate. Oh, good for them. So um, kudos, Disney. I'm impressed. All right, so I got one. You know, Vicky, we've all flown into uh, Orlando Airport right there, right? Mm-hmm. also known as MCO. Yep. And it can get pretty congested, pretty crowded, especially when one of their trams, you know, the little train that takes you underground. Yep. It's closed down and it's been under refurbishment for a while. It's back up, I believe now. Right. But I may remember the days going there and it was down and the next trip you go on and it's still down. But uh, they released a statement just the other day, you know, so we've all traveled through Orlando International Airport and you know how busy it can get. It's going to be extremely busy. And if you're there right now, today, and you're traveling in for a Disney vacation for the holidays, you actually know how busy it is right now. But so they ranked basically in order, and I'll just give you like the top three, how busy it actually is during the Thanksgiving travel period. They're expecting like just Saturday alone, November 24th, over 152,000 people. Good going, night. Going through. That's the craziness. Airport. Sunday, 145,000. And then Saturday, the following Saturday, another 145,000. Uh, oh, no, that was on November 17th. I apologize. So that was just the other day. But uh, crazy stuff. If you're there, be safe, be careful. It's going to get packed, um, especially if you're traveling out of MCO. I know that T- or TSA isn't really the friendliest there. <laughs> You know, they may have the friendliest skies, but uh, T- uh, TSA, though, man, I tell you what, I have some stories coming out of Orlando right. trying to make it back home. And I-, I tell you what, they're just doing their jobs, I understand. Some of them could be really rude, though. But I was going to say, there's a difference between doing their job and then being rude to people that you don't know are doing anything wrong or don't know they're doing anything wrong. Uh, that was the airport that we had the issue that Kaylee had, uh, what do you call it, sunscreen in her bag and we had not moved it back into the suitcase after we had been carrying it around all week. It depends on how many ounces you have. Right. But it was the big one because we had taken it out of our suitcase and carried it around for the week and we forgot inadvertently we were not trying to sneak something over on them. Sure, sure. She was... Kaylee does not get rattled easily, as you know. She's got, she stands her ground, and she was. Were they rude? They were not nice to her about it. So they had me move one time. I was TSA approved, and they had me oh, move yeah. into the regular line. I was so upset. But like, why did I get TSA approved? Exactly, and there was no wait. But they moved us over to the other line and didn't give us a reason. We tried getting out and showed them we were TSA approved. They would not let anyone go into TSA approved. I don't know why. Maybe something was going on there. But here's what Phil Brown, the chief executive officer of the Greater Orlando Aviation Authority, he was quoted in saying. When passengers arrive at Orlando International Airport this holiday season, they will see just how busy we have been over the past year, enhancing their overall airport experience. From new uh, artistic flooring and state-of-the-art ticket counters to enhanced 
wayfinding and expanded security checkpoints. We have been preparing for this, excuse me, yeah, preparing for this extremely busy time of the year, and we are ready. So there you go. I hope they are. I hope Executive they are. Officer Phil Brown saying, we are ready, bring it on. We'll see. That's a pretty cool airport. One thing I do love when I fly into Orlando, I will say, I don't want to keep on the negative about uh, that airport, but the steel drums when you walk in and you, you hear it. You always say that. We do not get steel drums anytime we're there. Are you kidding me? I think there's only been maybe twice I have flown in and it depends when, you, how late you get there. I was going to say, late. we're usually really late, so it's probably anytime there Anytime after sleeping. like five or six, you're not going to have it. Right. Anyway, That's amazing. if you're traveling or you're there right now, you see how busy it is. Honestly, though, Nick, uh, the Georgia airport is way worse. TSA and everything. I won't go so, into the whole thing of that, but. You know, only somebody from Georgia would truly know. Oh, good night. I'm just saying. All right, Give what do you, it a what do you rest. Got, so Disney announced this week that they reached a licensing agreement with Jam City for their uh, mobile games, which I don't know if the, how this is going to affect me. I've been trying. I reread this three times and I don't know how this is going to affect me. However, they are taking over the operation of the game that I play incessantly while I'm at Disney and that's Disney Emoji Blitz. And I play this game because I try to get icons so I can, or, or little, excuse me, mo- emojis to use in my text to people, especially my customers. I like to send them updated texts and just say, it's almost time for this, and then throw a Mickey Mouse up or something like that. Um, it says they're going to develop new mobile games based on Pixar and Walt Disney Animation Studio characters, which sounds good to me. And the first game being developed will be based on a sequel to your favorite movie, Let It Go, Frozen. Okay, Frozen. <laughs> And um, 43 Disney employees will be offered positions at Jam City, which that's good. And this will conclude Disney's transaction to a licensing model for mobile games. And Disney will shut down their internal development efforts. So I hope that's going to be a good thing because there are a lot of kinks that have happened. I've had to call iTunes or actually Brad did it for me three or four times because I purchased things for the game on there and then they didn't come on. And so then we had to call iTunes and get the money refunded and go through the whole gamut. So hopefully this company is going to work out all the kinks. That's yeah, my hope. you're really into that game too. Well, I don't play it all the time. I did yesterday because it was Mickey's 90th birthday and I got a little message that said, Aw, do you have a little bonus pack or anything? Yeah, you get something and then you got a birthday cake or whatever because it was Mickey's 90th birthday. Cool. So, Destination D guests got a closer look at the Disney Skyliner and we've all seen the pictures. They've been out for a few days and you've seen it up at waltexpress.com. And I believe we've even posted it. Maybe I did post it on our Facebook page. I did. You're not in your head, yes? I believe so. Hopefully. And I may have tweeted it out or two. I, I don't know. But the Disney Skyliner, the pictures are out. They look absolutely amazing. So at Destination D, the Skyliner was unveiled. Uh, un- yeah, unveiled to the guests, sorry, of the event. The Disney Skyliner is an upcoming transportation system at Walt Disney World. The single red cabin that was on display at the event is just one of many that will carry guests from the International Gateway entrance of Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, or Caribbean, however you want to say it, Pop Century, and Art of Animation. I can't wait for these, Vicky, by the way. Earlier this week, Chairman of you Disney Parks one. and Resorts, Bob, what's up? You forgot Disney's Riviera Resort when it opened. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, said that riding the Disney Skyliner system will provide guests a whole new way to experience Walt Disney World with unique vistas only available from the sky. And the picture's here, so we have windows, but we also have the sides of the Skyliner which have pictures on them. I would assume you've probably seen the monorail light. Or even on the side of buildings or trucks where you can see a picture from the outside. Right. But on the inside of the vehicle, you can see out the, out window. the windows. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's what these are. It doesn't say in the article, but they're really cool. I mean, you can see Toppins, you can see Pluto, and a nice scenery in the background. They look really cool. It's classic, classic Disney. Now, we've been told that these are going to be non-AC. That's what you said. Right. But I see vents on the bottom. I do see slats in the windows on the side, which tell me that maybe there's space right there and airflow. There's got to be some kind of ventilation system. But I do see some vents on the bottom of the system here, and I wonder if there is some sort of blower. There would almost have to be. I don't think, you know, we got a report saying that there's not going to be any AC, and people are weighing in. One person said, my guess it's going to go 159 miles an hour so it can keep the ventilation going. <laughs> That's fast. <laughs> As a joke, right? Um, one person said they have to have some sort of ventilation system to deal with the humidity and the hot weather. Weather. There's just no way they're not going to have some sort of system. Has Disney come out? Oh, here's another one. Of course, this is just hearsay on the online. 
people can write whatever they want and you don't know if it's true or not but i spoke with a disney imagineer and he told me that there was no ac i would like for this tina mcneil the name drop yeah no you kidding. know tell us what imagineer you talked with Maybe he's so saying. Did Disney come out and say there wasn't going to be AC? I never, that's what we reported because we saw it in one of the articles. It was in one of your now, articles, but I didn't actually read that. It's got to be AC. There's no way these things are not going People to be People are going to get sick up there if you have there's no kind no of way. ventilation. Now that I look at these things, there's no way these things are not going to be air conditioned. They got to be. Somewhat like the monorail or something. You know, the monorail really isn't. It's AC, but it's not like blowing at you, right? It's... It's subdued, you might say, where you can feel it, but it's not like you're getting the best AC in and the sometimes world. Sometimes you get some smells in there. Uh, yeah, of other passengers. <laughs> Quit talking about your husband that way, Vicky. <laughs> it wasn't. All right, what do you got? Uh, <laughs> by the way, listeners, Nick put up his monorail track this week around his tree and posted a picture I have of Disney it. World and Disneyland monorail. Oh, okay. Did you see it? Disneyland I, was missing a door. Seriously? You do not remember this conversation? Because I said, it looks a little wobbly. I hope the door doesn't fall off. Right. I thought you were talking about the Disney World one, because the Disney World one actually was the wobbly one. When you look at the video, it wobbled. I the didn't Disney, know which one was which, but Disneyland I just was being funny was, was after last week. Tried and true. But it, ha- it did not have a door. Gotcha. Colin ripped that off when he was like three. Oh, nice. Okay. But we do have the Disney train, like the Main Street train. Right. And I'm I'm thinking about putting that up front on the tree in our foyer. Okay. And have the Main Street train going around there and have the monorail and the, in the back living tree. room. Gotcha. And so I don't know what I'm going to do outside. We have two little tiny, you know, ornamental Christmas trees by our door. I'm going to do something there as well. But Disney? We'll, maybe, yeah. Okay. We already have our Pluto out from the last year's popcorn bucket. Oh, that's fun. With this uh, Christmas vest on. That's hilarious. What else you got? So during a presentation at the International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions, Disney's Chairman of Parks uh, experience, excuse me, yeah, experiences in consumer products is Bob Chapik. Is that how you say his name? He offered a first look at the ride vehicles for the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that's coming to Epcot, and he described them as a storytelling coaster, which would make sense because Walt was a storyteller. He liked a good story, so that's what they're trying to make out of this Guardians of the Galaxy. So to be able to do that, the ride vehicles were going to have to be able to turn and point to a different story elements in the story. In addition to showing concept of the vehicle design, they shared a still... Uh, version of a test vehicle that was in action. They gave them photos and description of it. Uh, the patent application titled Roller Coaster with Passenger Compartment Motion Powered Through Stored Onboard Energy. Not only uh, detailed with the rotation capabilities would be used for also, excuse me, would be used for, but also explained the use of the storage devices that they had attached to the vehicles to provide power necessary so that it could rotate. And then the new coasters being manufactured by Vicoma, which I have never heard of before in my life. Vicoma. So there's no specific opening date at this time, um, it, but it has been announced that it's expected to debut at Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary in 2021. That is the hope. Let's see here. Vicoma roller, roller Coasters. Vicoma Rides Manufacturing, a Dutch business. It is an abbreviation for Veld. Koning, uh, oh my gosh, oh, machine fabric. It was established in 1926. Wow. By Hendrik Ophedvelt and the original manufacturer of farm equipment. Oh, they made farm equipment in the beginning. Wow. Very cool. That's interesting. So there you go. There's what a, a little... switch over. Right. People were in their farm equipment riding roller coasters through the farm. <laughs> but they, yeah, that's what they <laughs> That's where they came from. Right? That's how farming was fun back then. But they have a lot of roller coasters out there. I'm looking at all the list of stuff that they have through the years. Okay. That's good. All right. Let's get back on track. Here. Yeah. Let's go over to, let's see where, I lost my spot here. The opening time frame for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway a Railroad or where, Railway at Disney's Hollywood Studios has been finally announced. Yay! Also at the D, uh, Destination D event, it was announced that the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will open in fall of 2019. There was no specific date, but that at least gives us a better It's a teaser. As when the attraction will open. So <laughs> here's my thing. You know, Star Wars Galaxy Edge is also slated to open at Disney Highway Studios in late fall of 2019 as well. They're so not going to open them together. Is, that would be it's insane. Just a ri- yeah, it's just a ride. We're talking about a land and a ride. It'd yeah, they be crazy. Were, why not? It'd be great. Here's my thing. We were talking this past weekend. Right. 
of possibly doing a Mousecapades trip in October, mm-hmm. so fall of 2019. Right. Because we want to be there for Star Wars. We want to be there for this ride. We want to meet and, our listeners. And we want to meet our listeners, obviously, right. But so just listeners, if you're you know listening right now, throw this in the back of your noggin. Vicky and I are thinking about doing a... Uh, a mousecapades meet and greet you know down there at Walt Disney World so everyone that listens that wants to go to Walt Disney World start saving now and uh, contact us 407-674-0414 or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net and what we'll do we'll start taking down your information and everything and we're going to compile one massive trip with all of our listeners and us and you'll get to meet us as well We'll you'll start hearing us talk about this um, geez I mean we'll probably at least talk about it at least once a week don't you think that, right, we need to talk about it at so least once a week this will give all of our listeners we were debating should we do it in July should we do it in May July is so hot or like, you know or should it be this spring break <laughs> we're like no 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 let's give our listeners and ourselves a year to prepare for this and make it one mega event where we we'll, you know we can even prepare various things that we can um, maybe rent a conference center and sit down and and get to know one another and do a little meet and greet session there and Probably possibly fun. record an, an episode or two. I, yeah. I think that would be great. And you guys would be part of it and we could have special guests and stuff like that come as well. We have plenty of people we know. Our, our network is vast down there with former Imagineers and authors and things like that. So right. no doubt in my mind, we could bring some of those people in. But if you're interested, text us 407-674-0414 and also email us travel at mousecapadespodcast. Uh, travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Sorry. Correct. But you'll hear us talking about this uh, probably weekly for the next year. But I'm just giving you a heads up right now. Put it in the back of your noggin. Yep. So as we were talking about a little while ago, uh, this was not. It came out after Nick and I ran the news last week, so we didn't have it on there. Where one of the doors on a Walt Disney World monorail fell off while the train was making a stop at the Grand Floridian on my Resort. monorail around my tree. Okay, so seriously, Nick, can you imagine <laughs> being down below at Grand Floridian when this door just flies out of nowhere? It flew, or did it just fall off? Like it fell off. But I mean, if right, you're right. standing down there and you see this door just go walk. That'd be a little crazy. You exit onto like that boardwalk area. You're, you know, it's not like it's going to fall down. But the people coming in from downstairs are under it. Right, but I don't think the door didn't fall down below, did it? Oh, I thought that's what it said. No, I don't think it can. Right, because you step off. Okay. Onto the boardwalk. Yes. To walk into the Grand Floridian. Okay. The door. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it did fall to the floor. I, I don't know. Or to the ground. It I thought just... it fell down to where they were unloading passengers. Maybe I misread that. Well, un- unloading passengers down below? Yeah, because that's what Not the... passengers from the monorail. No, that's the people that are that's the people that are being dropped off by Ubers yeah, and right, stuff. Right, right. You keep talking. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay, so Fox 35 Orlando reported that a photo of the incident was later captured by stale cupcakes on Instagram. A Disney spokesperson told Fox 34 that the door was damaged when a guest in a motorized scooter accidentally hit it while he was boarding. Luckily, no one was injured in the incident and the monorail did not operate with the missing door. The monorail line was reopened while repairs were made to the affected monorail. Back in January, a guest shot a video aboard a Walt Disney World monorail that was operating where the door was ajar. So safety signs are now on there telling them not to lean against the monorail door. So... There's been two accidents, Nick, this year alone with the monorail, which we know they're getting older and that was a controversy anyway. They're trying to decide what they should do to upgrade them. There's a rumor that they're going to be replaced. Now, this is just rumor. Right. No, no, no. We do know rumors at times, but they're older. They said the machinery is so expensive to try to replace. The parts are so expensive, like an old car, like an antique car. Well, the rumor is, the rumor mill, and this isn't fact, I, I haven't seen it as fact, that Disney wants to replace the entire fleet of monorails. Even get it even have a different look. Well, I mean, so just rumor. I haven't right, right. I haven't you know read any hard solid fact on this stuff. I have some ideas if they want them from me. <laughs> I like the Disneyland monorail. I like the look of it. I I think it looks awesome. But is it basically the same except for it's, the look of it? Well, a monorail is a monorail. Like a monorail is a type of train transportation system, right? Um, but the shell and the look of it is completely different. Right. No, I saw that on your track. I just thought it was two different versions. I didn't so, know what it was. Oh, that's Disneyland's. <laughs> it looks really neat. Futuristic, I would like right? it to be two-story, so there's always enough room for everybody. You know, oh, like, like a like a double-decker bus? Like we did on the train Ooh. in Branson, if it was double-decker. Wait, a double-decker monorail. Yeah. Now that's something. That would be fun. Could you imagine how top-heavy that would be, though? Like, that would put a lot of stress on the wheels board. Okay, you have to blow me out of the water. I'm not an engineer. It would have to be very wide. That's my son. 
He's the engineer. Anyway, so let me give you an update on something here real quick. You know, earlier you, there was rumor that Disney was going to go fully automate their photo pass and knock off and get rid of humans or the cast members as... <laughs> humans. Well, right, <laughs> going to machines. Well, they are. They're going to machines here. Uh, but the rumor was that they were going to just get rid of the cast members that are photo pass cast members and just have, you know, like, oh, I know like, what you're like a deer about. king, right? Like right. You hang it on a tree and it takes pictures as you walk by. Well, there's an update to this rumor. Right. It's just rumor. Well, Disney World Resort, they've come out and said, we'll continue to have more than 100 locations where Disney Photo Pass photographers will personally capture these moments. And you know, you see them all at the icons, right? Right. The beginning of the parks or an icon in the back of the park or in the middle. Disney knows that their guests enjoy the interaction with their photographers and characters to create those magical one-of-a-kind memories and they really are one-of-a-kind magical memories you know that they will be installing automated cameras at nine character greeting stations or locations with the first location in use beginning in early 2019 multiple cameras will capture numerous memorable moments during a character interaction allowing guests to choose from a wider variety of character photos while disney photo pass cast members will no longer capture photography at these nine locations photographers will continue to support the more than 100 other Disney photo pass locations across the theme park so that they can use their creativity to take personalized photos for their guests. Okie dokie. Uh, I, I saw this article. Oh, I was going to say, that's all you got. No, I was just wondering, I don't, I just don't know how it's going to work out. Because how are they going to know if the camera's not working? You think true. Like if something, there's a glitch in it? Because that happens sometimes where this one guy's like, I don't think that picture took. I'm going to take another one. And it's not, it's locking up. I think, so I think, you know, this is going to pave the way for those ECVs that are going too fast and they're going to have um, speeding tickets in their room when they get That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. I'm not knocking on ECVs. I'm just saying I get behind those because they, they part the water. <laughs> they do, yeah, because people are afraid to get their feet rode, run over by them. They definitely part the people, but I just kid. I kid. I'm joking. You know. No, I know. So if they had these nine cameras, but let's think about this. I guess one person could man the nine cameras, and if there was a problem, they could go fix it. You know, like have a person, like Big Brother, where they're watching over you. I guess. I don't know, man. They go on to state that it's going to be less expensive for Disney with this technology, not having to pay the cast members. But who knows? I think it's kind of cool. Why not try it? I think it's neat. It sounds like it's going to be at those character meet and greets. I wonder, though, keep this in mind, just like the pictures that are taken now right. by the actual photo pass cast members, those go through a system where they're filtered. So somebody is behind a camera or behind a computer, the ones that are red flag. Okay. So Disney has a program that can, um, from what I've been things. told, detect if, if something's been flagged, like if someone th- happens to throw up a finger or two, right? Ooh. Oh, I oh, thought right. you meant throw no, up. <laughs> no, no, it detects it. Right. So okay. It will be red flagged, and then somebody physically sees it behind a computer and cuts their finger off. And either determines yes, that's exactly what it is, or it's not. You know. You know. Right. So I wonder behind these cameras, though, if there still will be employees zooming up, moving the camera around, getting that priceless picture. Because one thing you're taking out of these photo pass uh, stations is exactly it's the human element. Exactly. I was going to say that know how to capture that picture that know how to place that image exactly where you want it like the rule of thirds right right or you know i just everything in general you know you know, i know what you're saying because some of the, the best member, pictures were suggested by a cast member you know that some cast members will be like look up right here right or turn this way so that will be gone the camera won't be able to tell you that <laughs> right but i wonder if there will still be someone there zooming up panning out cropping it and then and then submitting it to where you can then log on and choose which one you want uh, three steps here by the disney's photo pass and this www.disneyphotopass.com step one smile step two view step three shop right so this will i wonder if you're going to be given a card you scan it or it's just on you your scan band, your magic band, your band. Like it was it is now yeah well no it's always on your band but i mean like people who don't have the bands right and given a card and they scan it they see they choose i wonder if that system is going to be there right then and there that sounds like a lot of money or surely you'll have somebody that's looking at this on a computer still cropping the photo out right we're gonna have to see it's gonna look or it's truly gonna look like a deer in a deer king <laughs> Deer in the headlights, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. No, I know what you're saying. But you have to remember that those cameras are placed inside the rides, and maybe they feel like that they've done that enough now. They have a, they can capture the moments. Well, even those ride cameras miss. Like, 
I, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been missed on Seven Dwarfs or missed on, well, this last time when I did go on. You were um, not missed on Slash Mountain. I was missed on Mount <laughs> Everest. You know, it just missed me. Like, so, so the timing is off. Aw. You know, so. That stinks, even though we saw you on it, so we know you really wrote it. Right. I took a picture. We didn't do a chicken a elevator. Took a, took a selfie. But, you know, you bring up a good point. How will you know if the thing's not working? You know, I'm sure, you know, there's going to be someone stationed there making sure that they're all good to go. That's what I'm saying. So, earlier this year, the Disney Parks blog shared a first look at the renderings of the new tower, which is being built at Coronado Springs Resort. And, um, Nick, I know when you were going there and you guys drive by it on the buses or in your Uber, you were able to see this thing and it's massive. It's 15 stories high and it's going to be called the Grand Destino Tower. And um, that's the expansion that they're doing there. And earlier this year, we saw the pictures of it. Now we're seeing it more visually and the expansion of it. And Bob Chepik announced that the 15-story building was going to be the name of Grand Destino. And it should be completed and ready by July 2019 and it's going to serve as the new main entrance to the resort. What's cool about that, Nick, is if we could stay there, if we really do have a good following of mascapades, people that want to go, they do have conference rooms at this this hotel. Oh, they do have the Coronado? Yeah. Yeah, I know. So that would be awesome. But anyway, they um, have a themed table service restaurant is planned for the Grand Destino Tower, and it's going to serve up delicious food and incredible views of Walt Disney World. So you can start reserving that. Um, oh, it says it's going to be complete in 2019, but you can't reserve it until 2019. That seems weird to me. Anyway, it's going to be pretty cool. Let's I'm, talk about, I'm about it. some Thanksgiving meals at Walt Disney World. Can we? Am I stealing your, your thunder? You're not stealing it off this. You might be stealing it off something else, but it might help you with All my right. game I'm playing All with right. you on another episode. Uh-oh. Okay. So if you're there right now and you're looking for a Thanksgiving feast, there are some locations that are going to offer... A Thanksgiving meal. And so not all restaurants will have Thanksgiving type dishes or meals, but some will. And here you go. Here's the list of the 2018 Thanksgiving dining locations at Walt Disney World. There in the Magic Kingdom. I mean, this is a classic. This is a, a stop for the Iman family every time we go out there. Liberty Tree Tavern. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, that's like eating Thanksgiving every day when you go there, right? Just <laughs> I, they don't even have to offer. They even dress like it and everything. They do. <laughs> they don't even have to offer a separate meal. Just, but I'm sure they they will. This is good stuff for lunch and dinner. Tomorrowland Terrace as well. You, over at Epcot, you have Acres Haas uh, Royal Banquet Hall, the Beer Garden, Coral Reef, uh, the the Lay. Uh, sell, oh, how you say it? I always jack it up, dude. Oh, Lidish. Oh, the Cellier. Yeah, Steakhouse. Thank you so much, Vicky. Rose and Crown Pub, Dining Room, and over at Disney Animal Kingdom. Um, the Satuli Canteen, and notice I didn't say anything about Disney Hollywood Studios, and that's because nothing has been announced over that. At, Which uh, I Disney thought was Hollywood interesting. Studios, so. Other resorts, they do have some things going on some other resorts, and you can go ahead and check that out at wdwinfo.com forward slash holidays forward slash Thanksgiving. So, you brought this to my attention. Again, more news that always happens after we've already uh, recorded. It happens all the time. <laughs> all the time. But that's okay, because then we have more to tell the listeners, because not all of them are as crazy as we are getting 100 texts a day about I want to be that on. breaking news podcast, true, right? True. So, ignore the rules once. Shame on you. Ignore the rules twice. Oh, yeah. You're talking about this guy. We're not giving you back your annual pass. So, I reported on this a couple months ago. It might have been August now. I can't even remember how far back it was, but there was a guy that went to Magic Kingdom, found somebody that would help him, went up and put up a political banner and hung it for as long as he could get by with it. It was about 45 seconds, if I remember right, off of the train station. Now, apparently... He he laid it down on the ground, so when people would walk out, they'd walk on and see it. No. Because he got caught. No, he he laid it on the ground, and then he said one, two, three, and they threw... I watched the video, and he hung it over, but it was the biggest one that he's ever done. So this is... Like, he did this the last campaign. That's where... Because you were... I'm like, can they do that? And you said it's freedom of speech. Right, but then he... I thought he went down the stairs of the train station and decided to roll it out. No, so no, no. People were leaving because he got caught the first time doing it. No, so he put he it back it in out. his backpack and he said, I'm going to use it again later. He went out of the park or just right outside of those bathrooms, right outside under the underpa- overpass or whatever. The par- the bottom of the train station. The train the archways. Yes, under, under the there. Tracks. He went under there, changed his shirt, changed his hat, and then went back in with this banner in there. And he didn't have to go through security again because he didn't go out, out of the park. Sure. He just went to the bathroom. Well, anyways... When you were telling me the story the other day, I'm like, wait a minute, what, freedom of speech. I don't understand why this is an issue. So that's why I looked this up. Well, okay, I don't feel sorry for this guy if this happened in the last election and he's already promoting the next election and he's doing it again. So this is what he said. He thought that it was only banners. 
So we went smaller with like poster board size poster. And he got on uh, Splash Mountain, which is what at Disneyland, which is what Nick was. No, Disney World. What? It was at Disney World. Oh, I thought it was at Disneyland again. No, he was at Disney World. Okay. So he was back at Disney World. Regardless. No, he was at Disney World the first time. Right. But I thought he was at Disneyland this time with the sign. And anyways, he said, according to the Disney parks, they said that a usage of any flag or banner or sign to incite a crowd is prohibited. And he said, they never mentioned the fact that there was some kind of safety issue on the rides, that I would be holding a sign that I shouldn't do that. And I wanted to actually abide by the rules and not hold up a flag because that didn't incite a crowd. But I kind of wanted to test them. I just really wanted to find out whether or not it had to do with the flag or what was written on the flag. And I got to tell you, Nick, they said it's the sign and somebody did a happy birthday sign on a ride and didn't get thrown out. So that's what this is going to tell you, right? Because of the sign. Now, what about the people that have the will you marry me signs, right? Right. Happy birthday, like you said. What about, and so my wife brought up a good point. It's because he was holding something, right? But then I thought about that and I'm like, well, people have their phones out all the time, including myself. Right. And I'll record the descent exactly. underneath the thorn bush, right? And so I'm like, no, it can't be that because people are holding phones on all rides around. Right. Even property. though they're not supposed to. And no one, no cast member will get on you for doing it. Right. Because they wish they could do it. And you've also seen other signs that are out. Right. And they like this happy birthday or will you marry me? And it's all cute and fun. Although he should use common sense and he should not have done that because I am in the camp where no, he should not have done that. Right. Okay. I'm also in the camp of it's Disney. Leave your political views outside the Disney bubble. Don't even bring them in. Because it's just, it's absurd. It's not called for. It's Disney. Leave your views outside the it's Disney bubble. It's not church, though. Darn close to it, No, Dexter. it's not. No. You leave. Is this this is awesome. Is this where we're going to split camps? Yeah. Good. You leave your political views out. Plain and simple. Respect Disney World. But on the other hand, he hasn't done anything that anyone else hasn't done before him. That's what I'm saying. You can't do that whether what what I agree with what he has or not. If other people are allowed to hold us to hold a sign. But use common sense, Vicky. Are you, like, seriously, come on now. Use common sense. He knew exactly what he was doing. He's causing controversy. He's causing a scene. He was he was thrown out of the of Disney World once before already and told to stop. Not once, but twice. They just told him to leave. And so this they is... They didn't a, watch to see if he came right. back. Well, this is the third time. So this is the third time. Right. I that is the part I'm angry with. The third did, time. But... Yeah, you deserve a ban for life. Like, you're you're done. Right. Don't come back. He was warned three times. I get it. You pulled that political stunt the first time. Funny haha. Second time, you're going to start peeving people off. Third time, you dumb peeved them off and you're out of here. I, I totally agree with Disney standing behind this decision. Okay, so here's my thing. And we talked about this. What if it was a shirt? That is completely different. So is it okay for him to wear the shirt or is somebody going to ask him to leave? I think it's okay for him to wear the shirt. Shoot, if he wants to wear a hat, I think he can wear a hat. I think once you hold a sign, it takes it to a whole new level. I just feel like some things offend people like I could be offended by people that that wear a shirt that says there's no God I could easily be offended by that but I would not ask them to leave the park because that is their right if they want to think that but wouldn't you be more peeved off if that same person was holding a sign stating that? Right. I, I'm agreeing so with you I'm on saying. that, but where, so are we, where is this going to stop? Because this is how our world is. Well, that offends Johnny. Well, things offend me, but no one cares. Don't bring it to Disney. I mean, be respectful <laughs> towards the park and, and the place. I think we're preaching to the choir anyway, because I'm not sure any of our listeners would do any of this, but the guy I'm just was, saying. The guy was warned, man. No, he was, but they Disney's yeah. response is that no flag, banner, or sign. You know how peeved I would be, though, if I was the people in the back and I waited two hours for Splash Mountain and I couldn't get my picture? It didn't cover them up. You could, I saw the picture. Dude. Dude. I'm sure. Okay. I don't know <laughs> if the guy got it or whatnot. It had to have covered someone up. No, um, no, it, it didn't cover anybody up. I thought the lady sitting next to him, I don't know if she was with him, but she was hilarious. Oh, dude, she was She looked upset. like she was, no, she looked like she was bored. Like, she oh, was like, looked like, I thought she, she was, was like, like, she was like, lean really, in like, yeah. oh, really? My thing was, she's probably looking at it thinking, really, dude, really? Anyways, let's, let's burn so, this bridge. No, no, I want to stay on it. So I want to pick your brain. So you, do you think he deserved the ban? No, I said, I didn't know it was the third time. However, I'm just saying... Technically the second time, but don't the first Disney time... Don't Disney say that you're not allowed to have a sign when I see people in there with signs all the time. That's not... You know full well, maybe not so much a birthday one, but when someone gets engaged or they see that sign, people go around because they think that they might be on a YouTube video and they get to see be seen, so... But 
things. That isn't going to cause a riot, right? But that's not what this says. This says anything that went inside a crowd. It does not say inside a riot. And that's all it says? Or what site do you have up? I have... Uh, Disney's? I got it off the laughing place, but um, it's what Disney Parks people said. Okay. And that's fine, but you need to be the same across the board. It's like school. Oh, well, no one saw the knife. So no consequence needed. The kids showed the knife to everybody on the bus. So a consequence is needed. Per se. You, hypothetically, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're saying that. Hypothetically. That actually did not happen. Well, let's go ahead and just move on from this point. All right. So the guy, I agree with Disney. I stand behind Disney. Get him out of the park. He was warned twice the first time. Did it again a second time. But it was actually his third time doing it. And he needs to be gone. So let's go on. Let's go over to this woman who's suing for damages from bed bugs. Uh, bed bug bites. <laughs> After staying at the Disneyland Hotel, maybe I should have pricked myself, you know, when I said the Jiminy Cricket bit you. Yeah, just a little love bite. That's all it is. A little nibble nibble, right? A Southern California woman is suing Disney for damages following an April stay at the Disneyland Hotel, during which she said that she was bitten numerous times by bed bugs in her Frontier Tower room. Ivy Eldridge... 41 of Riverside was visiting the Disneyland Resort with her family and according to her lawyer Disney did not provide a bed bug free hotel room. They have a picture of her her key to the magic at Disneyland and her name and it's valid from the 9th of April to the 11th of April. So she only stayed for a few days. Her attorney Brian Bragg uh, from the firm My Bed Bug Lawyer Incorporate. What? Are you serious? <laughs> Is this a joke? Is this a joke? No. There actually is a law firm called My Bedbug Lawyer Incorporated. <laughs> Will you look that up while I'm talking real quick? I want to see what this company's mission and statement and vision and all that good stuff. That would be awesome. Pointed to a 2016 case. I can't get over that. My Bedbug Lawyer Incorporated. That's like saying, oh, my um, my, my, my cheese stick burned my hand incorporated at Applebee's or something. Like, that's crazy. That's awesome. Crazy awesome. Oh, man. It's crazy, so, all right. I don't know about so awesome. So the law firm claims that Disneyland Hotel already knew it had a problem with bed bugs, and their failure to correct the problem was so extreme and outrageous as to go beyond the bounds of decency. Okay, you're laughing. <laughs> uh, what do you got? What website is it? I want to pull it up. Uh, it's called mybedbuglawyer.com, and it says we are the pre- preeminent bed bug attorneys in the nation. Our firm specializes exclusively in bed bug litigation and we only represent vet victims of bed bug exposure. We fight for our clients because it's not entirely about the money. It's about the people. Wow. And then they have like testimonials on here. Let's go down some. Oh, look at that. Wait a minute. Is this the same? Is it that dude hugging some woman that's all tatted yes. up? So here's somebody. Look at this guy. This guy looks like, uh, oh, he looks like Chuck Norris. Yep. So here's a response. Here's a loyal follower. <laughs> he said, they're bugtastic. Brian is the ultimate professional and confidant. He mentored and guided us till the very end. His courtroom skills are second to none, and we were awarded multi-million dollar settlement. He just said it's not about the money, but they got multi-million dollars for bed bugs. I'm so decided, or I'm so happy that I decided to go with my bed bug lawyer. The staff was very friendly and informative, yet patient. They did not make me feel like it was my fault because of the situation I was in. Brian was very personable and knowledgeable. He didn't make me feel like a number or just another client. That would have bugged me, by the way. Any questions? Did you get it? I gotcha. Oh, All right. Do you think uh, Beetlejuice is <laughs> one of their clients? I can't believe this, man. This is a law firm. Oh, they're great and skillful and passionate. Yep. He knows his stuff. He's great. He's worked with our case for several years and throughout, he kept me in the loop of what was going on step by step. He worked with my timing and explained how the case would go as I was new to all of this. <laughs> this is great. New to suing companies. Dude, this is awesome. So that apparently this person has, C. Hayes, has bed bugs in her family. Brian is an excellent. He's suing your family? No, no, no. Has bed bugs in her family, so it's a family trend. He always delivers results. He got me more than I asked for in my case, and I would be more than happy to refer him to my own mother and father. Oh, Nick, this world has come to a whole my new level. Lawyer and corporate. How come we didn't think about this? <laughs> Let's check on some media here. What are we gonna put for our incorporation? <laughs> He was, he's been named Street Fighter of the Year finalist for 2018. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. Uh, you got everybody on here. 
Is it a joke site now? Is that what you're finding out? It doesn't look like a joke. It has. You know a, what though? It has. A, did you check out this chick's picture though? Which that one? stayed at the Disneyland Resort. Where are you at, media? Oh no, this one stayed at the California Hotel. Okay, where, here we go. Where are you at? This is a different person. The sitting. Disneyland Hotel Bud Bug Butcher Woman. Hold on. So this is. Oh no, never mind. This isn't Disney. That one isn't Disney, but this one up top is. SoCal family awarded 1.6 million in bed bug lawsuit. Oh yeah, they're all happy. Look, look at that. Look at them. They're all smiling. Oh I mean, it's nasty. Gosh. I'm not kidding, but come on. Let's uh read more. Oh, that's all. How do they know that somebody didn't bring those bed bugs so that they can sue a place? Right. Honestly, because you there are bed bugs in other places. And you even said that because it's close to water, there's going to be bed bugs. Hmm, I guess these have pixie dust on them. I don't know. <laughs> Let's uh, contact. Let's contact. I had a bed bug my last trip. <laughs> His name was Jiminy Cricket. I had Cricket. a couple of them. I had a handful, actually. <laughs> Maybe I should contact them. But they weren't a bed bug. And it specifically says that. It doesn't say Jiminy Cricket. Sorry. My bed bug lawyer. Okay, while you're reading that, I'm going to go ahead and go on because we have beat a dead horse about a few things today. <laughs> so I'm not done. I'm not done, though. I'm not done. I'm not We're done. like over an hour, right? All, I have no idea, but it's all good. We've been given some good news. <laughs> all right, move on. Let's go. Go ahead. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. The holiday season is already underway. Excuse me? Feliz Navidad. I don't understand you. Feliz Navidad. Right. It's where your cousins speak. The holiday season, that's what you told me. No, you, I, I, I owe my, you that. My family is very diverse. I have a plethora of nationalities within my family. I'm a mutt. That's okay. My DNA results, did we talk about this? Yes, we did. Okay, it's all Northern Africa. Because you you told me how you're going to, yeah, anyway. you, you deserve the rights of it. And so your son... Oh, keeps, I'm going to start marketing on my application. Your son should, yeah, because your son should be able I to have, get a scholarship I to have, college on I that. I have the DNA proof. That's right. That's what I'm saying. All right, go ahead. So they're well underway at Southern California's Disneyland Resort, which means the return of Viva Navidad, which is a themed area at the Paradise Gardens Disney California Adventure. And guests can revel in authentic holiday music, dance, decor, and a dash of Disney magic, all in an effort to celebrate Christmas in the same festive way as our friends south of the border. They're going to have meet and greets. Uh, Princess Elena of Avalar will be there and there'll be a street party and your favorites, Nick, the three Caballeros will be there along with Mickey and Minnie to help them celebrate Feliz Navidad. So I'm a dork just looking up, uh, you know, specs on lightsabers and oh, hilts. I thought you were right? talking about bed bugs again. Mm, no, I'm looking at a patent right now. Disney Designs. So Disney's in the market of designing new lightsabers. So we may get one from Disney. They're, they're going to own the world someday. They're designing a new lightsaber that extends and retracts just like the film version. And how much is that going to cost? Uh, two arms and one leg. <laughs> They're going to cut it off with the lightsaber. <laughs> so you have one arm to work with. To fight it. with. Okay. I'm looking at the system and it's, there's an actual track system inside the hilt, a drivetrain that will pull the blade in and out. I mean, this thing looks really cool with the LED lights and everything. This is a lightsaber I would spend the money on. Like, this thing is legit. This thing's awesome. Y you can care less. You're like, dude, I know nothing about lightsabers. and I know what a lightsaber I'm not is. I'm going to comment. But it's not my thrill, and I'm so sorry to tell you that. This is awesome. I hope Disney actually finishes this product and it's out to us. For $150. Oh, no. $149.95. It extends and retracts. <laughs> I heard you. I am not the Star Wars fan you are, so you can keep saying it over and over. It's not going to get any more exciting for me. <laughs> so Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa has opened up their annual gingerbread display. And if you've never seen it, Nick, which did you go see it last year when you were there, when you went to the Christmas Mirror? Yes. Okay. I wasn't, wasn't sure. So this year is extra special as the hotel's gingerbread house celebrated is 20th anniversary. As you expect, this year's edible structure is chocked full of fun details and decor. They change it up a little bit every year, but I got to tell you, it's very similar plans every year because my pictures seem to look very similar. Of course, the incredible talent and craftsmanship of the resort's culinary cast members are once again on display and sitting in the center of the hotel's posh lobby. You can catch a glimpse of the gingerbread. You can also take pictures in front of it if you didn't do that before. And they said they caught a glimpse of the cast members putting 
final touches on the house when they were there, there doing that report. So if you're going to be at Disney World anytime now until January 1st, stop by and see that gingerbread house. You can even buy a little shutter or, you know, a little piece of the shutter. Not They're not going to take it off the roof. Shut but, your mouth. <laughs> and um, have some yummy gingerbread. Well, I'm out. The only thing I want to mention is it's Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet or whatever it's called. Is, yeah, is out today. So go today. ahead and get check it out. Get your popcorn. I'm going as soon as we get done recording here. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be heading out there. But go ahead and check that out. And that's all I have, Vicky. Um, are you ready for some news? I, I, I do still have some news. Oh, okay. This is a rumor, 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 rumor. I feel like okay. we have to keep Put saying that, that over and over. But the New York Times reported that Disney Parks were expanding, or it seems that they were expanding the rock and roller coaster starring Aerosmith at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Did you see this? No. Okay, so... It'd be cool if it went outside. So they put something out. And came back in. At 11.42 um, last week on Friday. And we reached out to Disney for confirmation on this story. And they informed us that the New York Times was inaccurate. And update number two at 1.36, the New York Times had an update had updated their site, including the map in question that the rock and or the Disney people were saying wasn't a fact. They found a map that showed that one of the um, things that was listed for them to be working on was the rock and roller coaster. Working on like like just refurbishments? No, no, no. Or it, extending? Extending it out. So I wonder... But this is a rumor, of course, because... So they actually found hard evidence. And yeah, like, they had a map. So I wonder if maybe it was talked about in the beginning and then fall onto the cutting room floor later on. I have no idea, but I'm interested to see where this is going because you know that we love rock and roller coasters. And they are working on stuff that extends right now, like, like the lightsaber. Like the what lightsaber did, that okay. you're all excited I saw the about. Wheels turn in there. No, I knew what you were. Okay. I knew where you were going. Dead, uh, give me you're the deer in the headlights look. Like you're going to take me back to the to the lightsaber until I want one, <laughs> right? Brad, go get her one. Get her done, Brad. All right. So, um, after the lengthy refurbishment on Space Mountain, they finally um, are back open. They took down the walkway that was would move you. Yeah. And you have to walk down on your in your own uh, reconnaissance or with your own powers, it says, that you need to leave the ride. So, that's... That would be cool if a people mover just took you out. That would be cool. Like, seriously, you just hop in one of those you as can you can connect to it. And you just, you go down. You ascend, you know, sp- you know like spiral. And you get out. And last of my news today, Nick, is along the Bay Lake, um, coming to Disney World, they said that they are going to have a nature-inspired mixed resorts. So today, or excuse me, last week when they were at, I guess, D23, we learned that the name of the resort will be Reflections. Destin- was it Destination D? I believe so. Uh, a Disney Lakeside Lodge and Reflections will be a deluxe nature-inspired resort coming to Walt Disney World. And we touched on this, Nick, because it's going to be by, by uh, Fort Wilderness, but I guess they gave it a name now. So it's not scheduled to open until 2020. one of the deluxe resorts. I believe it's the deluxe, right? It does not say this in this article that I pulled up, but that sounds like it. It's going to have 900 hotel rooms, um, Disney Vacation Club Villas, actually. Yeah, I think it's a deluxe tier. It will not open till 2022 which seems like forever but i know it'll Man, be they're doing so much just a few years ago vicky you and i kept saying disney needs to spend their money they are the states they're slapping us in the face Vic. like they really are we like, call them are, out they are dumping so much money right that's okay. now in disney world they're doing what it we asked insane. for so that's all you got vixter it is all right, man. So, Vicki, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So, if your imagination is ready, here we go. November 21st, 2001, Disney World unveiled the holiday lights and decorations that the Osborne Family Spectacle of Lights had created. At then, it was Disney's MGM Studios. Um, this is still a controversy, and Silver Dollar City is still denying it. But if you miss those lights, they are in Branson, Missouri. If those aren't the lights, then it's, I got to tell you, very much the same lights that are at Disney that were the Osborne Spectacle of Lights that are now in Silver Dollar City, along with the one Silver Dollar City had. But, um, but I thought that's where they were going to transport them all off. That's where they were rumored to go. That's where it said. And somebody else said it was. And then somebody else came back from Silver Dollar City and said that wasn't the case. We created all this on our own. And like I'm like, even like even a year ago, I believe, when we, or when, how long ago was that? It was we, a year and a half ago. Right. Even back then, I thought the rumor was it was going to brand. Right. So then how was that created? We all know rumors. It's 50-50. 50% of it's got right. to be true. Well, and, but the thing is, Nick, if they really thought that stuff up on their own, come on, then don't tell me that you didn't get the ideas well, from Disney World. So they the... plagiarized it from Disney. Right. Right. It's, I don't know. <laughs> Nick's staying I out of it. I don't because know. Because he doesn't like Branson anyway. I don't. And I'm going there. 
going to be there for Thanksgiving. Are you serious? You're leaving this week? Yes. I'm I'm headed on the road again. All right. I haven't been there this year, and I used to go four and five times a year. November 22nd, 1962, Thanksgiving Day, a helium-filled Donald Duck balloon returns to Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on a rainy day in New York, and his hat filled up with so much water that it dumped 50 gallons. I may have done this one again because I just think it's funny. Oh, yeah. This is awesome, but this is a fun one. It dumps 50 gallons of water on the unlucky parade watchers and people that were holding his um, strings. He took a leak. Yeah, he did. It was a big one. Okay. November 23rd, 1986, TV's The Wonderful World of Disney aired The Thanksgiving Promise. I do not remember this movie, Nick. You would have been little, but I was an older teenager. Whoa, whoa. We're not that much of a difference or age gap. No, but you would have only been five at this point. When was this? 86. Okay. So I was 16. You were really? Yeah. So is that big of a difference? Yep. So, um directed by Bo Bridges. It was about a teenage boy that was torn between his love for an injured Canadian goose that he found and and the agreement to fatten and kill the goose. I've seen this. You did see this one? Okay. I don't remember it. classic. Goose dies, right? It doesn't say this in here, but it's got an interesting cast because not only is Bo Bridges in it, but Jason Bateman and Courtney Thorne Smith. Completely wrong. I mean, I remember the film, I, but I remember I think watching it as a kid. It's a Disney movie. Did now they really kill the, the Canadian goose? I don't. Did I don't they know. really kill the goose? Who knows? It'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, we kill, t- they kill off moms and dads all the time, you know, in, in cartoons. Why not a little goose? One of your favorites. November twenty fourth, two thousand ten, is when Tangled, the three D animated musical film produced by Walt Disney World, was released into theaters. That's one of Nick's favorite princesses. Yeah. Snow White's still his favorite. So yeah, but Tangled is like the best kept secret. Like I, it was a, it was a surprise. I will say. Yes. And we went to the theater, and you came out singing the songs already. And it doesn't to this day. I don't feel gets the recognition that it really deserves. I would technically put it up there. Honestly. Two different types of cartoons or films, but I people are going to yell at me right now. I'd put it up there with Frozen. No, I don't think that's a misconception. The, the music in it is amazing, and I think that that gets under gets under whatever you want to say noticed next to Frozen. So, so the music in Frozen, by hands down, I mean, you oh no, it's an amazing, instant, an instant hit there. As far as storyline goes and development of characters and the, you know the comedy, I would put them side by side. It was it was a good movie. We really enjoyed it, and I got to say that our um, worship pastor went with his kids, and it was before that we before we saw it. And Brad said, what did you think of that? And he goes, Brad, I got to tell you, I went kind of kicking and screaming and left there wanting to go see it again because the musicality of it and the technology of the movie were so great. It's so funny. And it's a funny film. Right. Oh, yeah. November 25th, 1992 is the 31st Disney animated feature Aladdin was released into theaters. So I'm, I, I hope you're seeing a trend. I know Nick is because we always talk about that. These big Disney movies come out the week of Thanksgiving, almost always. Always, always, always. November 26, 1971, first of all. On November 26, I'd like to give a big shout out to my husband. Happy anniversary, honey, on November 26. Love oh, you lots. Happy We're going to be married 24 years. Uh, the Orlando Evening Star runs the front page headline, Mounts, Monster Crowd, It Was Too Much from Mickey. Disney gates are closed. Nick, that was November of 1971, and they had to do that. So it said the traffic was choking the crowds, and Walt Disney was to capacity on Thanksgiving Day shortly before noon, and they had to tell the visitors that they were sorry. They were going to have to close the gates. But I, I now I see it because the park's even bigger than it was. But in 1971, it wasn't even as big as it is now, and imagine how quickly they filled up. November 27th is the last one that I have for you, Mr. Nick, today, and that was in 2008. Also on Thanksgiving Day, the giant inflatable Buzz Lightyear made his debut in the 82nd annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and I love a good Buzz Lightyear because, you know, he's you know, he's Buzz, and he can talk in the Spanish. And he's bilingual. That's right. And he's a space ranger. And so the cast of Broadway's The Little Mermaid performed Under the Sea at the same Thanksgiving Day Parade, as well as Miley Cyrus performed her song from Bolt. Wow, that was a while ago. So, when's your anniversary? Next Monday. So we know Brad's going to dress up as Buzz Lightyear? No. Oh, you just said you love Buzz. You love me a good Buzz. Everybody loves a good Buzz Lightyear. All right. Yep. All right, listeners, that about wraps it up. Thanks, Vixter. Listeners, if you're interested in being a guest or you have a question or comment, simply text us 407-674-0414. Email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like a a quote with us, 
Uh, don't be bashful. Go ahead and contact us. Get a little dopey, and we will text you back at 407-674-0414. Contact us, travel, at mousecapadespodcast.net. Again, I want to say, Vicky and I are tossing around that idea of heading out in October and having like a Mousecapades powwow meet and greet with all of our listeners. Be awesome. Definitely let us know if you're interested. You have a year, but we want to know and start putting down names and some rosters of some sort. Text us 407-674-0414 or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Don't forget to check us out on our social media accounts, Instagram. Go ahead and get out your phones right now. And I applaud all of our loyal listeners and some of our new listeners for I got a lot of new followers within this past week or so. I think they're finally getting out their phones. Would and, you tell them to? And, and that was that what in. you were missing this whole time. You didn't I know, tell right? I wasn't actually telling them to do that. So. <laughs> Get out your problems. Go ahead and text this or write this in. Mousecapades underscore Nick. And Instagram or Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. Don't forget the The. And for our Twitter account feed, go ahead and search for us, Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen to Friday's show as we continue our show of Disney facts and rumors. And to remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your years, the Mousecapades podcast. Nick and I would like to wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. You know what I'm thankful for, by the way? No, don't tell me now. I have oh, a show I coming wait, up. I wait. Is that the next show coming up? It's coming up. All right. And that's going to be released on Friday, right? No, it's going to release on Monday. Monday I know. I screwed up. Before. All right, listeners. Well, well, Vixter, I think it is about... Yeah, it really would have been better if it was released on... I know. So can we, we can switch it? it this Friday? Okay, we can switch it up. Let's switch it. I so be sure to listen to Friday's show where we're going to do thankful fours and... I'm going to play a game with Nick called uh, Disney Thanksgiving, Fact or no Fiction. Idea. This is the first time I've heard this. Fun 80, I love it. So, okay. Vixter, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have a magical, magical day, day, my friends. friends. Gobble, gobble. Y'all. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.